0: It's common to spend hours looking for a therapist only to find a long wait list or that your values don't align This process can be discouraging and can create even more hurt and despair Saga mental health and relationship centers is here as a trusted source to offer a network of vetted and trusted Christian mental health professionals to support you in your journey towards healing and wholeness As a nonprofit organization, Saga's goal is to help people in need and ensure that they can find a therapist easily and be confident that they will receive wise, biblically-backed counsel to stand against the chaos of today's world. If you need help or know someone who does, go to sagacenter.org. That's www.sagacenter.org. Welcome to Leading Simple with Rusty George. Our goal is to make following Jesus and leading others a bit more simple. Here's your host, Rusty George. Hey, welcome to the best of leading simple for those of you that are too busy to listen to all the episodes in their entirety in a month. We have pulled out some of our favorite excerpts over this past month. So I want to thank our sponsor for promoting and getting the word out on this. I want to thank everybody who's participating in this podcast. And if you haven't subscribed already, make sure that you do that because it is such a valuable resource, not just for leaders, but also helps us get the word out to new people as well. Make sure you subscribe subscribe, and you can listen to Leading Simple in its entirety every single week. But for now, here's some of the best things that happened over the course of the last month.
1: I tend to lead strategically, so I think we need to have vision. We need to be able to tell people where we're going, and we need to, that's going to create movement. And I think this last season really reinforced the role of pastoring. That in our current climate, people care way more about how we're caring for people. Uh, than they do about our plan. Uh, They trust us for whatever reason, like I think we've built equity over time over the last 10 years because we've largely done what we said we were gonna do. Mm. I think how we navigated or be perceived as a failure in some circles by pulling a campus back in uh, was the litmus test for whether we really cared about people or not. Uh, And I think the way that we did that allowed us to come out of it uh, in a way that's allowed us to keep moving forward. I think that that every everybody who's part of anything that grows, you know, experiences those seasons. I think I think one of the things that Andy um, did, one of the many things, but one of the things specifically that helped in that particular um, uh, process is that he always he always kept us focused on then, not now. It's like, no, no, we're not focused on now. We're focused on then. Where are we headed? what do we need to do to get there and what does life need to look like now to to um to make sure we're ready for then and so um one of our original uh things that we talked about in in some of our our uh ministry principles act like then is now
2: If you you just could put the brain into two structures, that limbic system and cortex, survival control. You know, limbic system's goal is to survive today, just survive today. That does not sound fun. That sounds just like getting through, white knuckling, getting through, right? The cortex's job or or its mission is to thrive in the future. Hmm. So it would rather undergo some lack of something today, forego some, you know, thing today to have something in the future right the, the the cortex would rather save your money today to have money to pay your bills it would rather not eat that today to be able to achieve your goals in the future right mm-hmm. where the limbic system is all about how i feel right now how i feel drives me i see so you know the the problem is that when people have traumas that happen to them say a childhood trauma um, abuse say a long term health condition that causes trauma and stuff with it. What we end up doing, especially like childhood things, they're so painful. Okay? Our limbic system is on high alert all the time because something could happen. There's no happiness when you're being abused, when there's danger around you, especially a, a kid that doesn't have a lot of cortex already and their limbic system's on high alert like it should be. There's something going on. They, they need to assess that risk constantly. But the problem is that once that gets removed, say they get out of that situation and they go on in life, they start to produce so much anxiety in their brain that almost is like a wall to wall off that trauma so i don't ever go there i don't even want to think about i keep busy i keep doing things and i create all this anxiety to really protect myself from that so what psychedelics can do is they can temporarily lower that anxiety around there and give you access a little bit to the limbic system
0: mark one of the things i always love to talk to you about are what are you seeing in advertising and the ads that are coming out? You've educated me on a good ad has two things to it, kind of the yin and yang of, of ads. Tell our listeners what those two things are. Give us a few examples of some ads that have really crushed those two things.
3: Yeah, you know, um, <laughs> again, until the, the robots or the zombies come and take us away, we're all human beings. <laughs> and so there's two basic things we want to know is you know rational um you know the what do you stand for what problem do you solve um, why does it matter to me and where can i get it and how much does it cost so, like the rational elements but if you don't have the heart the emotional elements uh you're not going to get as far and so the heart and the head are connected and that's where you know the magic occurs when you can touch someone emotionally and really strike a chord with them, uh, you're gonna have a chance for them to want to listen to you rationally Mm -hmm. and act on it. So there's a model that I've created. There's actually four now with the higher power of fours, Rusty. It's gone beyond two. Of course. To think, feel, do, and relate. Mm. So the model of think, feel, do has been around in advertising for a long time, but relate is where we are today with this notion of building a relationship with a brand through social media, mm. through uh, providing reviews online, um, telling your friends, you know, word of mouth is still the best form of marketing uh, there is. It's certainly the most effective and most efficient, right? Mm. So, you know, there's there several brands that are doing a good job on that. Um, you know, I, I watch, um, gosh, uh, you know, a lot of sports, so I see some of the same <laughs> ads over and over, um, but, but there are several that really touch me emotionally and make me want to you know watch i mean for years it was hallmark um, you know who had those tear-jerking moments um and, and and you see yourself in those moments and so i think there's several brands that are today i don't think i want to like name just any one or two uh to shortchange anybody else but i'd say that model is really important think feel do
0: and relate Okay, so I want to drill down on something I heard you actually talk about on a podcast uh, with Chris Hodges, who's just a, a hero for a lot of us. But it's this idea of the imposter syndrome. Uh, man, what a brilliant um, way to describe this. Because we've all seen it, we all know it when we see it, but you know, we certainly see it in the church world. And I think now more than ever, it's being exposed as it should have been a long time ago. But how, how are you seeing this play out? What's it look like in leaders?
4: Well, I think we recognize it because we've all struggled with it, too. Mm-hmm. You know, at different phases of our life, we've all, you know, another way to say this is image management. We're all trying to placate or pretend that we're better than we are. Mm you know and i think that the 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 fear in that or the 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 scare for me in that is that you're going to convince people that you're that you're you're that good but then when they're going to get to know you they're going to realize oh that's a sham yeah you know you're not that good and you're not that impressive first of all if you're a leader the novelty of your greatness is going to wear off at some point Mm. people are really going to get to know you and go oh you're just like me Mm. you know like made from dirt Mm -hmm. Oh, you know, like, si- sinful and, like, flawed. And, you know, the, the dark side to every leader. I think people are so petrified of, of showing their weaknesses, insecurities, struggles, humanity. And so we, we're living in this imposter syndrome. The problem is, is that people will always admire your strengths, but they relate with your weaknesses. Mm. And so you look at guys like the Apostle Paul, who said, guys, I, I struggle so much. The things that I hate to do, that's what I'm kind of often doing. The things that I want to do, I rarely do those things. I think we have to, as uh, especially in church, we have to be more sincere, more genuine, more authentic. Now, that doesn't mean we have to go through and tell everybody I did this, that, and the other, and blah, blah, blah. It's just about living a genuine, authentic life.
0: Well, thanks so much for catching up on the best of Leading Simple. We'll be back next week with brand new content for the month. If you have not subscribed, make sure you do that right now and share this with a friend. Thank you to all of my guests, all the people that make Leading Simple possible, and especially to our sponsor. We will talk to you next week. And as always, keep it simple.